0: Welcome to Leading from Alignment, a weekly podcast from Converge Coaching, where our passion is to help you lead better, lead longer, and enjoy it more. Hello again, welcome to another episode of Leading from Alignment, episode number 139 with our
1: good friend, John Opelouski. How are you today, John? Hey, Jim, I'm doing great. It's really good to be with you today. Right on.
0: I, we're we're going to be shifting gears here a little bit because I this is something that has to be done and has to be done well. Uh, not great. every church needs to do this. But if you've never done it before, it's this, you're, the most important time you'll ever do it is the first time you do it. So why don't you introduce our, our topic for the day?
1: Yeah, the uh, title of uh, Pod 139 today is called Hiring from the Outside. Um, you know, as, a, as a, a, a business or a church, um, there are different ways to staff, right? And uh, yeah. some churches focus more on hiring uh, from outside of their organization. Other churches focus primarily on hiring from within their organization. Jim, yeah. tell us a little bit about how Freedom Center does it historically, what your approach has been.
0: Yeah, you know, we've been here 27 years, which gives us an advantage. So we have people on our staff today that weren't born uh, when we started a process. Mm-hmm. But we we like to hire from the inside. The last um, 15 or more years, we we have not it hasn't been necessary to hire from the outside because right. of a couple of things. One is we raised them. We've discipled them. We've led them to Christ. They, they know the systems. They, they know who we are. So we're, it's hard. You know, if, if this is your home, you're far more likely to work out issues than if this is not your home, your home is somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, if This is your family. If this is, if it's an honor because you were in the pew and now you're on the stage that it, it, we find a lot of advantages for that. And we would always prefer to hire from within. We'd rather have, kind of a certain level of fidelity, even over quality, you mm-hmm. know, a certain familiarity versus quality yeah. because good people come and go, uh, but, but great people, one of the things that makes them great is they've been good for a really long time. Yeah. Good over a period of time becomes great. So um, we, the, the other thing that we do is we, we challenge everybody to replace themselves. So every paid staff member and every non-paid department leader is tasked within the next 12 months of raising up their replacement. We we believe in lateral promotion. So you pioneered this, but a year later, there's a new leader. It's they're just as good as you are. They're better than you are. You move because you're a pioneer. You're an apostle, if you will, in the sense not an apostle, but you're apostolic in the sense that you you build things and then you put somebody in charge of it. We want those people to do those things. So as someone has gone on to plant a church or start a business or move out of a staff position, there was another. There was a junior varsity or a, or even a freshman uh, team player that was ready to move up to the, if you will, the varsity team. So, so wanting, uh, wanting to know people for a long time, making sure that they know who we are and what they're engaging in. And then that, that ongoing, you know, repetition of replacing yourself has allowed us to do this. So we we find it to be great. Now at the same time, if there wasn't somebody in house that could replace somebody, Mm -hmm. I look at a resume again, you know, but it, I, I would prefer, I would prefer to hire from within, and that's all we've done for a very long time. And I I hope we continue to do that.
1: Sure. And so let's talk about the time when it's not possible to do that. Yeah. Uh, Which is most of the time, uh, most of the
0: 27 years, that was most of the time was you had to hire off a resume.
1: Yeah. So, you know, what do you do uh, as a, most, most pastors haven't had HR training uh, (laughs) in college. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, And I would just say this, Hiring is about risk management. Hmm. You know, a well-thought-out approach reduces, doesn't eliminate, it reduces right. the risk of a mishire. Yeah. And so I'd like to talk about three keys to reducing your risk if you're going to hire from the outside. So uh, yeah. is it okay if I just jump in, Jim, and start? Jump on? in, yeah. yeah. Okay, so here's the first one. Know your existing culture. Yes. Huge. Yeah. Get back in touch. I think as a leader, you should consistently be in touch with your core values. But look, sometimes you get busy and I get it. You get distracted. Um, Those organizational core values are the organizational behaviors that emerge when the business or the church you lead is operating at its best. Yes. Yes. And what are those qualities they, Jim, you and I have used this terminology. I may have coined this or you may have coined it. I don't remember who uh, those behave their behavioral rumble strips. Yes. That, that's auto, yeah. that automatically course correct you and your team when you bump into them. And, and yeah. so you might be listening and watching and wonder, why does that matter so much that I get back in touch with that, that I'm fluent in that again? I think the biggest hiring mistakes that have ever been made in the history of the world have been, have been culture mismatches. Yes. Yeah. We, we
0: actually set people up to fail,
1: right? Yeah. Cause they're, they fight
0: instead of lead what an organization is.
1: Right. Yeah. And, and, and so um, tapping into that and I, and you might be, Listening is that I've never really identified that for our organization. You know, find an outside organization. It can be converged Coaching or it can be somebody else who can help you with that because it is so critical. It is the critical first piece, I I believe, in reducing your risk when you're hiring. Yeah. Yeah. I heard somebody say
0: culture is what people do and no one tells them what to do. What, what has become normal in your family? What's become normal in your congregation right. and your staff and your business and and making it, it will be your greatest servant or, or your, your greatest nemesis. That's right. And So why not? Why not? It's a spinning plate. And if you walk away from it, it wobbles and falls. You have to come back occasionally and spin that plate to keep it balanced. That's right. It, it, when you're not working and you're not in the room, your culture still is. So That's knowing right. what that is, and if it's a bad one, Replacing it with a good one, repairing it, yeah. is vital uh, because it's you cannot fight with good, good uh, slogans, even good projects, even God projects cannot cannot defeat bad culture. That's right, and I can prove it to you through Scripture. Right, a lot, a lot of wise prophets in a bad culture yeah. that uh, end up getting killed by rotten kings who thought they were doing the right thing.
1: That's right. So that would be the first thing: is get get back in touch with the culture of your church, be aware of that, right? Because we want to make sure if we're bringing somebody in from the inside, that they're a good fit culturally. Yes. Yes. Secondly, know how to uh, know what you want. Yeah. Weird. You know, I don't, you know, I feel like, should I really say that or have to say that? But yes, I do. Yes. Uh, So we encourage you to build a candidate profile that includes five to seven must have qualities along with two to three, Nice to have qualities. No more than that. Um, and these qualities need to revolve around several things. Capability. Character. Um, compatibility. Yep. You know, the fit between yep. the candidate and the church and uh, uh, chemistry. Can Can this person get along with others? Uh, yeah. uh, does, uh, is there... A good personality mix with the existing team. Now there are tools, you know, like so. If you're if you're trying to find capability, Clifton 34 is really good. A really good tool, Jim. Um, uh, You have developed this wonderful, amazing uh, uh, three circles, and we don't have time to talk about it today. Yeah, way to get to somebody's uh, uh, capabilities. You know, their their spot. Um, Yeah. uh, chemistry, there's the DISC uh, profile, the Enneagram that will help you get to the personality uh, strength of of somebody, Uh, but know what you want. So let me give you an example. Let's say you're looking to bring on a student ministries pastor. Yeah. One of the must have qualities in the profile that you build has to be highly, that person has to be highly relational. Yeah. Right, uh, <laughs> it's very. I'm, I'm, laugh- I'm laughing
0: because I know people that have hired someone who had a, a pedigree. They had more degrees than a thermometer, but they didn't like kids, and kids didn't like them. But their resume looks so great, right? That they hired it because they're so smart. It's like knowing something and being something are two different things.
1: So we're uh, telling you that one—that's a freebie, right? Yeah. If you're hiring a student ministries person, you have to you have to drill into: is this person relational, or yes. not? Uh, that's a show, that's a showstopper. Um, and I think Jim, it's really important to right size the candidate profile, you know, don't go into the search and interview process with 15 must haves and 10 right. nice to haves. Right. If you set the bar too high, it's going to be a frustrating experience, but if you set it too low, your risk goes up. Yeah. Your risk yeah. goes up now. And we're just giving you the, the, like the skin of this, there is yeah. so much more to this. Um, yeah. But we don't have time to unpack it all um, yeah. for you today. So know your culture, know what you want for the role you're interviewing for. And here's the third one. Know how to interview. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <Yes. laughs> most, most uh, leaders haven't been trained yeah. on how to do a good interview. And, and we prefer behavioral-based interviewing. Uh, open-ended, yeah. behavioral-based questions around the organization's core values and the candidate profile. So one of our core values here at Converge Coaching is healthy work-rest rhythm. If I'm yeah. interviewing somebody for the team, I don't say, hey, you know, one of our values is healthy work-rest rhythm. Do you agree with that? What do you think they're going to say? Right. Of course I do. I members. want the job. That's yeah. Great. yeah. yeah. Here's, how we, here's how we ask that question. Tell me about a time when you had more work to do than you felt capable to do. Right. How did you manage that? Yeah. And if they say, well, you know, I, I worked nights and weekends and I was doing 80 hours a week for three months to get it done. Okay, that's a warning flag for me.
0: Yeah. But they might, they might think just the opposite. Like this shows the guy I'm really dedicated. I'm a hard worker. That's right. It's like, you, you just show me, you're going to implode in the next 12 months on my staff to what That's you just right. told me. And so,
1: yeah. and so I'm, I'm, I'm asking them to reach back into their experience with a question around that value. Yeah. That makes them tell me uh, it, it, it makes them uh, tell me, you know, look, I've, I've actually faced this and yeah. here's how I handled it. That's so much better than me yeah. just saying, here's our values, agree or disagree. Um, and then we do the same thing, you know, for the must haves, right? Um, let's say, you know, we, we said for a youth pastor, you got to be highly relational. We don't say to them, hey, one of, one, of the, one of the characteristics that's really important to us here is that you're highly relational, are you? Yeah. Again, it's yeah. You, you, are, you are not doing a good job interviewing if you're interviewing that. Right. Here's, yeah. here's, here's a question you could ask about that profile characteristic. Did you yeah. ever work on a team where one of your teammates didn't seem to be pulling their weight? Or was a bull in a china shop? Yeah. <laughs> How did you handle that? Yeah. I want to know <laughs> what kind of relational intelligence yeah. does this person... Person have. What we're trying to accomplish, Jim, with this kind of interviewing is to get the candidate to reach into their job or even their school experience and tell us how they behaved in real time. And for and and, and so for each of your candidate profile must-haves and your values, we suggest one question, one behavioral-based question for each one of those. Now, I talked a lot. Give me some feedback on this third piece. Yeah.
0: Well,
1: I, what's funny is the other things are going to be
0: happening while you ask those questions. You're going to start answering the question for yourself. Do I like this person? Do I think that's important? Do I think I can work with them? Do I think that they would work well within the group? Do I think that they're, that they have capabilities to communicate? Are they sharp? Are they dedicated? Are they motivated? Are they, are they compensating for something by, I'm not a good speaker, but I work a hundred hours a week. It's like, I stop. I you know, so I, I, I think there's other, the limbic parts of our brain make decisions for us, right? So we, a car dealer walks up to us and says, mm-hmm. I want to sell you a car. Part of us goes, yes or no. We don't know why. It doesn't have the ability to form language, but part of us is yes or no. We begin to trust or don't trust. And your limbic brain is going to be making a lot of decisions. And you'll, you'll answer, the, you know, why'd you, why'd you hire him? So, I don't know. I just had a feeling about him. Well, that's your limbic brain. Something inside of you said, I trust him or I don't trust her or I And I think that's important. I think seeing them as well in other environments. Go out to dinner, bring in your family. We have people live with us. When we hired people outside of us, they came and live with us for three days and they brought their children Mm. because we know over three days somebody's gonna burp and not say, excuse me, (laughs) you know, somebody's gonna jump off of something, break something. But we we love people and I I will say this as well that when you're hiring somebody, the most loving thing you can do is not believe in them, is to interview them because Hiring people and then having to dismiss them Mm. a year from now is not loving. It was just you, you know, hire slowly, get to know them, see them in environments, ask your questions, get your answers, uh, look at their social media, talk to them about their views, just spend time, you know, and enjoy them. But at the end of that, you'll, you'll know something and you will say yes or no. Don't be afraid of it's no, like this is the only candidate I need to have. This person can work with me. Don't be desperate where people make bad decisions. Yeah. You know, take your time because I, I would rather hire, I'd rather take six months hiring the right person than to hire somebody in a month that's a wrong person that takes me six months to get rid of. Yeah, And everybody that bonded with that student ministry pastor now got their heart broken. That's right. Now, again, it feels like a, a child of a divorced family, instability of the local congregation. So take your time.
1: Yeah. And, and
0: again, I think it's one of, the, one of the benefits to hiring from within your congregation, if, if that's possible, if the right, right person is there, is you, you have seen them. When there was nothing to lose, so they there it wasn't a beauty contest. It was a friendship. It was a partnership. You know. So,
1: and so, Jim, you know, if 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 you can hire from within, if you're listening or watching today, and you have that capacity to hire from within, bravo! Right? I mean, yeah. There's, I, I think, I think your your risk is reduced tremendously. But if you can't, and when you can't, and you have to reach outside the organization. Know who you are as an organization, know what you want and learn, please learn how to interview. And lastly, be patient. You already mentioned that an empty seat is better than one filled by the wrong candidate.
0: Boy, that, that, if I had a big amen sign, it would flash right there because that's, it's better to have no ministry for a season than it is to have a bad ministry for a longer season. Right? It's not fair. And, and you're responsible, right? You're the shepherd hiring shepherds. This right. this is not—it's inexcusable, although not uncommon. You know what I mean? We should get better at this, and if we don't know how, we should ask for help. Yep. And we should to make an investment in someone helping you hire the right person. Right. Is is money well spent than severance pay for the wrong person and moving sure. expenses again and. There are some numbers out there. What it costs for a bad hire? What it costs an organization? Initially, and it's
1: thousands of dollars. Well, initially, so yeah. Let's just talk about that for just a minute. The initial uh, cost is twenty two thousand dollars for this hire, and that comes from Barna, not from John. This is Barna Group calling us. This that does not take into account the extended cost. Yeah, that happens to you. The cost of lost sleep. The cost of leadership credibility yeah. and, and long yeah. term, maybe more, more financial uh, cost to you as well. Look, we have a lot of expertise in this area and it's, it's, a, it's become a, a, a passionate part of yeah. what we do because yeah. we have observed the yeah. hiring process gone astray more than we care to. And it breaks our heart because it doesn't have to be that way. And so yeah. we've put time and effort and developed some some amazing helps for our friends who lead, who hire, and who okay. fire. And uh if you don't, if you feel like, man, I I need help, I think most of the time you need help at least initially figuring out how to do yes. this well. Yeah. Um, we're here for you. We're not the only organization out there that can help you. Um, But uh, we would just encourage you to not fly solo when it comes to this until you have a good, solid, proven system in place to help you do this better. Yes.
0: Yeah. So important. You you hire somebody to kind of help you along, but also to get to that next level. And, And when that hire does just the opposite it's discouraging. Uh, it's a waste of time, money, effort, leadership credibility you mentioned. I think that's very important. So, yeah, we we would love to be a part of your process if we can help you in any way on this or anything else that you're facing as a pastor, as a leader. This is this is what we do, and, and this is what God has called us to do. And if we can't do it, I bet you may know somebody who can do what we can't do because we're, we're connected in that community as well. So God bless you, our listeners. John, thank you for... Um, for this, I, I really trust that some some good hires will be made and some good connections will be made uh-huh. as well because of it. So God bless you guys. We we love you. We're praying for you. Go get them this week, and uh, and we, we are cheering for you as you continue to lead from alignment.